here. That was very odd. This is Ultra Universe Live. I'm Rob, and we're going to have a roundtable. There's the intro. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, brand new week. We're excited. Always have fun doing these videos. Today, we have a round table, a rather random round table. If these ads would close, I could read the words. There we go. All right, so whether you are a fan of Pokemon or music, yes, I know, random, but fun. Let's jump into our first topic. Now, for those of you who do watch Pokemon or know Pokemon well, you know that they have full feature, full length feature films, as well as short 30 minute, sometimes 20 minute mini movies. Usually these mini movies appear up on other DVDs um, or they're just, they're shown as a special on TV or they were back when Pokemon was still on, on the air basically. Um, one of the ones that I found kind of by accident recently, was Camp Pikachu, a 30-minute short, the 11th of the entire series, broadcast first in Japan on July 13th of 02, and then released on DVD in the United States in Gen on January 20th of 04. And this was with the other movie, Pokemon Heroes, Latios, and Latias. Um... The blurb says, riding home atop a train, the Pichu brothers suddenly found themselves knocked off from flying through the air. They hit a why-not on their way down, bringing all three of them to the forest, where Pikachu, Totodile, and more are playing in a waterfall and building a campfire. When it starts to rain, the group takes shelter in a watermill, but the watermill starts moving. The next morning, the whole group decides to work together to make sure the Pichu brothers make their train. Will the two be able to make it home? Full of exciting encounters and a wide array of Pokemon, this musical fantasy is a real delight. So it's basically a long episode um, here. We see so many characters, of course, the infamous or famous Pichu brothers. Uh, the first few Pokemon we see, we see a Skarmory flying through the air. We meet Pikachu, Totodile, Cyndaquil, Togepi, Psyduck, Corsola, and Fanfi all playing in the water. Now, usually these are the same ones of the characters in the anime. Not always do we see the people, though we do once in a while, but usually um, the same human characters are there. Um, so while pulling grips off the branch, Totodile lets go and smacks Cyndaquil in the face. All of them laugh, uh, because apparently that's what they do. Um, the Pichu brothers find some more grips, but they're being kept away by a pseudo-widow who doesn't want them to have it. Pichu tries to grab it from Sudowoodo, and why not tries to convince it to give it back? But Sudowoodo runs off with the grapes. Meanwhile, Team Rocket and Wobbuffet are walking through the field, but they fall down the hill and keep rolling. The Pokemon stop to drink some water from a stream, and Totodile slides down the waterfall. I'm realizing there's a lot of information here that's not important, so I'm going to just kind of get to the you know main parts. Um, after this adventurous day, the sun sets, and the Pokemon have some shadow puppet fun. Uh, Pikachu's shadow was large since he was standing farther from the wall. Um, and Cyndaquil lights a fire as we see a dust skull floating in the background. Um, that same dust skull decides to have some fun. 
and appears near the Pichu brothers, scaring one. But um, they eventually kind of like, or they find out that Duskull just does this for fun, which still doesn't make them feel better, but Duskull is having a good time. Um, it starts to rain again, but a Volbeat that's holding a large leaf comes to them, and Pikachu asks if there's a place where they can get out of the rain, and uh, the Volbeat leads them to a mill. That's the mill that starts to roll. Uh, meanwhile, we see Meowth and Wobbuffet walking through the woods in the rain, and Duskull scares them from behind as they run away. So this particular one seems to be more of a Team Rocket uh, human-influenced one, uh, but still, you know. Um, Meowth ends up running so fast that he trips over a piece of wood that was holding the mill wheels in place, which causes the mill to start rolling. Of course, all the Pokemon, including Why Not and Volbeat, try to pull it back. Um, and I'm trying to see. Da, da, da. And uh, okay, so they eventually get it to stop after it rolls over Meowth and Wobbuffet. Obviously, more comic relief. Um, and then, of course, we end with another. Uh, unfortunate influ uh, influence for the two where they're trying to get a cookie and a skarmory comes up behind them and grabs it while the two grab onto its legs as it flies away. Um, they finally all make it back to the train that they originally fell off of. Fanfi throws uh, one of the Pichus on or tries to, doesn't make it. Um, Totodile uses his water gun to send Pikachu or Pichu flying onto the train and the other Pokemon land in a pile of hay. Um, and then of course we see Meowth and Wobbuffet fall onto the train, but in the coal, happy to be out of the arms of the Skarmory, but of course now they're covered in soot. Um, the debuts here were Volbeat and Duskull, meaning until then, <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, up until then, we had not seen them. Um, so it is okay. So we do see here that the, the Pokemon here are from Ash, Team Rocket, Misty. Um, but there are other wild ones like the Pichu Brothers, the Why Not, the Caterpie, Butterfree, Skiploom, and all those other guys. Um, the This Pikachu short was briefly featured in Lights Cam Camera Action, um, a episode about filmmaking um but it's just uh when you see them get off the train um at the end i guess um on another episode same old song and dance they include a short on there um and weirdly enough this is the one time that none of brock's pokemon are actually featured now there is the pseudo wudo but this happens to be a wild pseudo wudo not his <coughs> excuse me um, not his. So that is a very cute short. Um, I'm going to try to go watch it again on YouTube because that's where I um, found it originally. Um, so there you go. There is your Pokemon review for the day. Now let's move on to something almost everybody enjoys. It's music and kind of getting ready for our special nerdy throwback event this Saturday. I'm going to go over a few songs from the 90s, 80s and 90s that people feel we still need in our life. Um, 
this is going to be random. Let's see what we get. So the first one on here that I noticed that kind of caught my eye was Cindy Lauper's Time After Time. Cindy Lauper, obviously big in the 80s, well into the 90s, not so much anymore, but once in a while will pop up. Time After Time was probably the most, um, or one of her most iconic, probably right after Girls Just Want to Have Fun, which I think was her number one. But this, the uh, kind of the slow, melodic uh, song mixed with the words kind of gives you the chills and everybody remembers listening to this growing up. So that's the first one we're going to put on the list because it is a very classic song and it's one that everybody loves, even if you're not a Cyndi Lauper fan. Number two, we are mixing the beat up and going faster to switching it over to Wannabe by the Spice Girls. Again, a band that was big in the 90s, along with all the other girls bands, boy bands, and solo artists, but still their name rings a bell for everybody. Nowadays, each of them have gone off to do their separate things, some hosting, some, um, uh, I think, in uh, other music, some other shows, but you will always remember them as the group. Wannabe, not necessarily their all-time number one, definitely though was in their top 10 of all-time hit songs, is another one of those songs that everybody loves. Funny enough, if the, the fact that I remember from this is they actually shot in a very prestigious London hotel for the video. So all of the decor, all of the kind of magnificence you see was all there. That what That is, it might still be a hotel in London. So that's number two on our list. Number three. I love this band, still do. I know they don't really perform as much once in a while. They do Third Eye Blind's semi Charm Life. This was probably their number one song that everybody remembers to this day. Now, yes, they had multiple CDs, they had multiple songs, but semi Charm Life was the one, in my opinion, that put them on the charts and got them to where they are. Not everybody remembers the words. Some of the parts of the song are really fast, but everybody... Even if you don't know the name of the song, if you hear the tune, if you hear the words, if you hear the beat, you'll know that's what it is. So that's our number three. Number four, we're going to hit the 80s again and go to Boys of Summer by Don Henley. Kind of a summer anthem, basically about the summertime and the remembering the fun times you had. Don Henley, who I believe is a part of another group, um, I'm going to have to look that up. This was one of its hits as a solo artist. Let me see though. Oh, that's why. Okay. You might also remember him from the band, The Eagles. I believe the original Eagles. I'll explain that another day. So going from a big band to a solo career, obviously doesn't always work out. But with him, oh, Sorry, guys. With him, being that he was such a prolific um, member of a, of a huge band, the Eagles, obviously his solo career was destined, in my opinion, to be, um, whew, excuse me, to be a hit from the start. Our last one on our list here from the 80s and 90s, Jumps of the 90s with Dream Lover by Mariah Carey. Now, once again, probably one of the more Famous songs that you know her of. Not her probably number one or number two hit, but um, if you know her, you know the song. Um, I'm just kind of... Uh, 
Okay, so yeah, so this was one of her more upbeat songs. But again, what's funny about most of the artists that are on the list that we picked, and they've been on this, the article that we found, they're all known generally for being just big-time artists for the time, but also still being iconic to this day. You don't have to necessarily still be doing anything today to be iconic. You just had to have done something for a good possibly year or so, some most of the time more. But those songs definitely throughout the bill. We had a couple 90s, we had some 80s, but if you notice, it was all very classic, very upbeat more or less, and the tunes that you know without knowing the song. That's what I was trying to say. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. We had a lot of fun. We hope you did too. As always, guys, if you haven't yet, please subscribe. YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. <coughs> Excuse me, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. More we get, more you give to us, the more we can give back to you. As I mentioned earlier, we do have a nerdy throwback event. Tickets are on sale on Eventbrite. As always, guys, thank you so much. Have a wonderful, awesome day.